What a Day is brought to you by Ulta Beauty. This AAPI Heritage Month, Ulta Beauty is celebrating the joy of belonging, belonging to a community composed of intricate connections, belonging to our past and our future, to the heritage and birthright that is beauty. Ulta Beauty shines a light on the AAPI community, passing the mic to brand founders and creators to tell their stories centered on heritage, joy, and beauty. They carry AAPI-owned and founded brands like Live Tinted, Peach and Lily, Glamnetic, Tree Hut, and more. Shop AAPI-owned and founded brands at Ulta Beauty Stores and Ulta.com. It's Thursday, December 8th. I'm Juanita Tolliver. And I am Priyanka Arabindi, and this is What A Day, where we are desperately wishing we could be inside Buckingham Palace when the Harry and Meghan documentary drops on Netflix tonight. Buckingham Palace has shown they don't do well when black women call them out, just like the black women called them out last week for their racist staffer who quit all of a sudden. So the timing of this drop could not be better. Bring on the drama. On today's show, police in Germany arrested dozens of people accused of plotting a far-right coup. Plus, hundreds of journalists at the New York Times are on strike. But first, yesterday, the Washington Post reported that a team hired by former President Donald Trump's lawyers found at least two documents marked classified inside of a storage unit in West Palm Beach, Florida. Those documents have since been handed over to the FBI. Here we go again. Like, honestly, it feels like deja vu. And I assume more documents will continue to be found. But break down exactly why this is wild and significant for folks, Priyanka. All of this means that the search of Mar-a-Lago earlier this year, you probably remember back in August when the FBI recovered a trove of classified documents that Trump had kept after leaving office. Right. That wasn't everything. There were more classified documents out there. There might still be more, like you're saying. Like, we have no idea. The key difference here, though, is that the team who found this was actually hired by Trump's own lawyers, as opposed to the FBI searching his home like they did at Mar-a-Lago. So this is a little bit different. It sounds weird, too. So I got two questions. Did the FBI just miss these documents in their search? And how is Trump's own team responsible for looking for more documents? Yeah, no, I'm happy to explain because I, too, when I first read this, was like, why are they doing this? Like, is this not the job of law enforcement? I'm confused. So a little background. Earlier this year, Trump received a subpoena that ordered him to turn over all the classified materials that he still had because, you know, he's no longer president. He wasn't supposed to have them in the first place. Clearly, he did not do that. So the FBI was sent to Mar-a-Lago. They find more classified shit. Lots of it. They bring it back. But the DOJ is not sold. That Mar-a-Lago search took place in August. But even in October, a top DOJ lawyer told the Trump legal team that they didn't believe that Trump had turned over all the documents that he took when he left the White House. And a federal judge ordered Trump's legal team to basically go back and look harder, which look is, harder? I think, a crazy response to people not complying with the subpoena is basically telling them, like, I don't think you're complying. So, like, why don't you go uh, try this again? Basically, they were told to go look harder for anything else that they might have. They had to be able to attest that they had turned over everything. So that is probably why this legal team hired this private team to do these searches for them, because they wanted to be able to attest that they turned over everything. They got this nudge, nudge, like, we don't think you are doing it. So please actually take care of this shit. And this is their solution. So this search was one of four that were conducted by the outside team in recent weeks. They also searched Trump Tower, Mar-a-Lago once again, 
and Trump's golf club in Bedminster, New Jersey. This was the only one that yielded more classified materials, at least as far as we know at this point. Look, and I also need to rewind a little bit. You said these documents were found in a storage unit? How pedestrian. Like, what? This story is so strange in so many ways. So... Trump didn't go out and rent this storage unit to stash his documents, though. I bet that thought did cross his mind at some point. Uh, the General Services Administration, which, among other things, helps former presidents transition into, like, normal life, helped rent the unit for Trump, and it was used to store items that were previously in an office that his staffers used in Northern Virginia right after he left office. But apparently, it contained a whole bunch of crap in addition to these documents. There were gifts, suits, swords wrestling belts, like a very odd assortment. There was no um, catalog of everything in there. (laughs) Absolutely no one knew what exactly was there. If it sounds chaotic to you, that's because it really is. It's pure chaos, but I got to say this. I appreciate that wrestling belts were in there. I grew up (laughs) watching WCW, WWF, now WWE. So I'm like, whose wrestling belt did he have? Okay, but that's neither here nor there. No, we cannot be finding commonalities (laughs) with Donald Trump. No, absolutely no. I will not allow it. Okay, we'll cut that off. But what else do we know about the documents that were found so far? Yeah, so honestly, we don't know very much. So as of now, it's not clear what exactly these documents contained. It'll probably stay that way for a bit. And as much as we'd all like to know, you know, this is an ongoing investigation. And to that point, we still don't know the exact nature of the things that were recovered from that Mar-a-Lago search either. Right. Though the Washington Post did previously report that some of them described nuclear weapons and other wild things. So yeah, you can get a sense that it's not great that he had them there. But all of this does make two things abundantly clear. First of all, Mar-a-Lago wasn't the only place that Trump was keeping classified material. And second, these people clearly did not comply with the grand jury subpoena that they got months ago for all of these documents. Yeah, I mean, like, whether or not they thought they complied before, whatever the argument can be made. But, like, the fact is, they did not comply. If there were documents that were still out there, they were not in compliance, which is... I don't know. And I thought that was illegal. I thought that was a problem. Add it to the list of criminal offenses, right? Like, this is what that is. Yeah. So all of this has also happened while Trump and his team, I mean, first of all, he's running for president. So like throw a wrench into the mix. His team has also been trying to stop the review of these documents. They tried to appeal to the Supreme Court. They tried to get a special master. His attempts have failed, but it's an incredibly bad look for someone who has stayed looking incredibly bad this entire time. It's so bad that I'm like, DOJ, wrap it up. Get this done. Like, I'm ready for this man to be held accountable. He's demonstrated repeatedly that he has committed crimes. The literal papers were strewn across his house, like, and now in storage units. Get some accountability right now. Get some accountability. It's also such a bad look for, I mean, obviously for him, but like for all of us, please. Like this man, no. Absolutely no. As they say in the culture, are you not embarrassed? (laughs) Like, this is that. This is that. It's embarrassing. And I need some progress in these investigations because that's the only way I'll have any faith in the fact that Trump will be held accountable and will face consequences. But, you know, I guess we got to wait and see. In a different edition of I'll Believe It When I See It, on the other side of the globe, China is reportedly easing some of its strict policies related to COVID following mass protests over the government's response to the pandemic. Okay, I am sensing 
a little bit of skepticism here. So please explain what's happening and then why you you may be feeling a bit skeptical about this. I'm completely side-eyeing this entire story <laughs> because let's rewind a little bit. As you may recall from his two-hour speech in October, President Xi Jinping doubled down on China's zero COVID policies that have been enforced for the past three years, including snap lockdowns of entire communities, closed borders, invasive digital surveillance, and mass mandatory testing, all in the name of, quote, putting people's lives above all else. Well, since that speech, frustration and anger over these extreme policies boiled over and protests took to the streets these past few weeks to register their oppositions and to call for Xi's ouster in some cases. And now the Communist Party is backtracking in what they call a, quote, planned transition girl. Yeah, okay. It's not quite adding up to me. So, I mean... You're telling me that it just so happens that after three years of enforcing these policies, China is going to shift gears all of a sudden and say that it had absolutely nothing to do with the recent mass protests, like at all? I don't know. Emphasis on all of a sudden, right? Like, I mean, that's exactly what they want us to believe anyway. According to the Communist Party, this isn't a pivot at all. This is not a reaction to the mass protests that have been happening for weeks now. Nope. Mm. This is a transition they've been planning all along as President Xi's plans have been victorious over COVID and to keep the nation's economy moving forward because that's critical here in this story. Got it. And under this transition in policy, the new guidelines include targeted lockdowns. So instead of cutting off entire communities and neighborhoods, they're going to only cut off specific buildings, right? There's also going to be a little bit of flexibility when it comes to quarantine. So for people who test positive for COVID and have mild symptoms, they'll be allowed to quarantine at home instead of being wrestled to the ground, put in a hazmat suit and taken to a government quarantine center, which, let's be real, have been reported to be overcrowded and disgustingly unsanitary. And there are now relaxed travel guidelines that people traveling domestically will not have to test negative for COVID before their trips. Now, I'm not sure what to make of these changes just yet, as there are still so many questions about when they'll take effect, how they'll be rolled out. But another reason this timing strikes me as odd is because just over a week ago, China reported a record high in new COVID cases. So the math really ain't math. It just doesn't add up. Yeah. Like it kind of seems like all of this information is at odds with each other. The policies sound great. Like you say, like we have no idea how and when like right. things will start to be implemented. In theory, cool. But very strange timing, also extremely like fragile ego man child to be like, this is not happening because <laughs> of the protest. Absolutely no, this is part of our master plan all along. Anyways, it's giving Winnie the Pooh, you know? <laughs> <laughs> oh God, do not Google Xi Jinping, Winnie the Pooh. Don't do it. Don't do it. <laughs> what should we expect? next from President Xi. Expect the unexpected. What's happening here? Girl, at this point, we should all be questioning how this rollback will be implemented, especially in the face of increasing number of infections. Public health experts have warned that she could reverse course and even adopt more stringent policies if COVID infections increase under these eased restrictions. There are also concerns about China's healthcare system being overrun by new cases, especially as millions of elderly people have yet to be vaccinated. Also, considering that China's track record for committing human rights abuses is well-known and well-documented, we should be watching for how the government responds if protests continue and crackdowns of free speech worsen. 
Protesters have been particularly careful about the slogans and chants that they use in order to not be targeted by police, often resorting to mocking chants about wanting more COVID tests or holding up blank sheets of paper in silence. This is all still very much a developing story, especially as we wait to see how these changes are implemented. So we'll keep you updated as we learn more. But that's the latest for now. We'll be back after some ads. What a day is brought to you by Books. This Mother's Day, give mom her flowers. She absolutely deserves the best. And that's why you should send her farm fresh flowers from Books. That's short for bouquets. Books has modern designs and unique flowers you can't find anywhere else. And with 20% off, you can send some to mom, your wife, your auntie, even your granny, okay? Anyone who deserves flowers in your life Mm -hmm. doesn't have to be holiday specific you get flowers you're getting flowers everyone's (laughs) getting flowers (laughs) go to books.com and use promo code wad for 25 percent off that is b-o-u-q-s.com promo code wad books promo code wad what a day is brought to you by fast growing trees fast growing trees is the biggest online nursery in the u.s with more than 10,000 different kinds of plants and over 2 million happy customers they have everything you could possibly want, like fruit trees, palm trees, evergreens, houseplants, and so much more. Plus, Fast Growing Trees makes it easy to order online, and your plants are shipped directly to your door in one to two days. And along with their 30-day Alive and Thrive guarantee, they offer free plant consultation forever. We love Fast Growing Trees here. I keep telling you that the many plants that I've gotten from these folks are yet hanging on. Um, and that's not because I have a green thumb, Okay. This spring, fast-growing trees, they have the best deals online, up to half off on select plants and other deals. And listeners to our show get an additional 15% off their first purchase when using the code WAD at checkout. That's an additional 15% off at fastgrowingtrees.com using the code WAD at checkout. Fastgrowingtrees.com, code WAD. Offer is valid for a limited time. Terms and conditions may apply. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to work through whatever's weighing you down. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online and designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Therapy is great for, you know, you know that thing that just is like sitting on your shoulder, you can't get over it, and you just sometimes need somebody to talk through it with? Therapy can be helpful for that, you all, okay? You got to get it off your chest, you know? And you can do that with BetterHelp. So visit betterhelp.com slash wad today to get 10% off your first month. That's 10% off your first month at betterhelp, H-E-L-P, dot com slash wad. Let's wrap up with some headlines. Headlines. Russian military forces killed at least 441 civilians, including dozens of children, in the first six weeks of the invasion of Ukraine. That is according to a new report from the United Nations Human Rights Watchdog, though it warns that the actual number of victims is likely much higher. It's part of a larger effort to document war crimes in Ukraine that could help with any future prosecutions. 
However, Moscow has repeatedly denied that its military deliberately targets civilians. However, Moscow also repeatedly lies. So I don't know why we would take anything they say at face value. That part. Yesterday was a pretty chaotic day in Peruvian politics, with lawmakers in that country swearing in their first ever female president, just hours after impeaching and detaining her embattled predecessor, Pedro Castillo. During his short time in office, Castillo has been caught in several corruption scandals, and Peru's Congress was set to impeach him for the third time yesterday. But in a last-ditch effort to stay in power, Castillo said that he would dissolve Congress and install an emergency government to block them from doing so. Lawmakers beat him to the punch and impeached him anyway, and he was detained by police shortly afterward. The war one day ended with lawmakers making history by swearing in Castillo's vice president, Dina Baluarte, as his replacement. She is now the sixth president Peru has had in less than five years. That's got to be a record. Jesus. Listen, there's a lot of crazy shit happening in governments around the world. Uh, Really hard to be at the top of the list, but Peru, I think you just got there. This week. (laughs) Yeah, this week at least. German authorities yesterday arrested 25 people accused of plotting to overthrow the country's government. Over 3,000 officers conducted raids across Germany, with two arrests made in Italy and Austria. The suspects are said to be conspiracy theorists and members of the so-called Reichsburger movement, a far-right fringe group that believes that the German government after the Nazi era is illegitimate, and, of course, some QAnon followers, too, because American brainworms are very contagious. The group was reportedly planning to storm the German parliament building and install a new government. Where have I heard that one before? Mm. Members of the group were also involved in protests over COVID-19 restrictions. And the arrests come as far-right groups are becoming more and more prominent around the world. Feels awfully familiar, girl. Terrifying, really. The old gray lady needs to learn some old gray generosity because more than a thousand domestic reporters and other union workers at the New York Times will temporarily leave their jobs today after months of stalled negotiations with the company for a new labor contract. For context, their last contract expired in March of last year. Last night was the deadline for the company to offer workers a new deal that fulfilled their demands for better pay and benefits, but none came. The 24-hour walkout is expected to leave the newsroom nearly empty today, though the Times may lean on international reporters and non-union journalists to fill the gap. In the meantime, the union has asked readers to respect their picket line by not engaging with any New York Times platforms today during the work stoppage. And yes, that includes Wordle. Folks, I assure you, you can break your streak and choose to support workers today. Just do it. Yeah, listen, it's one day. No Wordle, no New York Times cooking app, no checking the homepage or reading the newsletters. It's not that hard. They do phenomenal work, so I get why we would all want to do that. But for one day, we are recognizing that we agree. They do phenomenal work and that they need to be paid. And lastly, a beloved brand's claims about its dairy aren't passing the smell test. Someone has sued the maker of TGI Friday's mozzarella snack sticks after discovering that they don't actually contain mozzarella cheese at all. (laughs) Yeah. Crazy. This perfect use of the American legal system began after the plaintiff, a woman in Illinois, bought the sticks in January 2021, but was shocked by an ingredients list showing that they only contained cheddar cheese and not the titular mozz. The manufacturer of the imposter sticks argues that the plaintiff should have known that their product doesn't contain real mozzarella because it is stored unrefrigerated. 
These things are apparently more like Cheetos and less like the delicious gooey appetizers they are named after. Juanita and I were extremely confused when we first read this. We needed a heavy Google assist on this, y'all. Yeah, this (laughs) needed to be explained to us because we could not wrap our brains around this concept. Anyways. A federal judge ruled late last month that the woman's lawsuit against the manufacturer can continue because it's a, quote, reasonable interpretation for her to expect authentic moths in her sticks. If you are one of the approximately 13 people who bought TGI Friday's mozzarella snack sticks and thought that was a good idea, you could soon have a chance to join this woman's class action lawsuit. If you are everybody else, I'm sorry you missed out on the lawsuit, but you care, I guess, somewhat about your digestive health, and I love that for you. Look, I'm trying not to uh, judge people's questionable snack choices. I'm judging. But like, it seems real I'll basic. I'll do it for you. If it says mozzarella on the bag, shouldn't mozzarella be in the ingredients? Okay, a thousand percent yes, but I also don't <laughs> understand what anybody thought they were getting by reading the back of this product. Like, what did you think you were going to find? And those are the headlines. That's all for today. If you like the show, make sure you subscribe, leave a review, practice mindful snack buying, and tell your friends to listen. And if you're into reading and not just non-New York Times news sources for one day, like me, What A Day is also a nightly newsletter. Check it out and subscribe at crooked.com slash subscribe. I'm Juanita Tolliver. I'm Priyanka Arabindi. And And support support honesty and mozzarella marketing. Seriously. That word snack is doing a whole lot of work on that packaging. All of it. Because it was mozzarella snack sticks. I'm perplexed. (laughs) I'm disgusted. I'm feeling a lot of emotions. Dismayed. I need a lactate. (laughs) What a Day is a production of Crooked Media. It's recorded and mixed by Bill Lance. Jazzy Marine and Raven Yamamoto are associate producers. Our head writer is John Milstein, and our executive producer is Lita Martinez. Our theme music is by Colin Gilliard and Kashaka. With my busy life, I use shipped same-day delivery to keep up. When I need a jar of extra creamy peanut butter delivered, I know my personal shopper Amber will come through. And if it's not on the shelf, she asks them to check the back. Shipped, delight in every delivery. Learn more at shipped.com. If you're shopping while working, eating, or even listening to this podcast, then you know and love the thrill of the hunt. But are you getting the thrill of the best deals? Rakuten shoppers do. They get the brands they love with the most savings and cash back. And you can get it too. Start getting cash back at your favorite stores like Nike, Walmart, and Zappos. And even stack sales on top of cash back. It's easy to use and you can get your cash back through PayPal or check. The idea is simple. Stores pay Rakuten for sending them shoppers. And Rakuten shares the money with you as cash back. Download the free Rakuten app and never miss a deal. Or go to Rakuten.com to start getting the most bang for your buck. That's R-A-K-U-T-E-N.